70s. 70s under sunshine each day, Saturday, as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGF. So, warmer days are ahead, and you're invited to fun family shopping at the Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. There'll be an Easter bunny and free face painting for the kids. No admission charge and doors open at 9 a.m. Saturday, February 24th, Magnolia Park Recreation District, 13,000, Louisiana 40, Folsom, Louisiana. No admission charge and doors open at 9 a.m. Get more info on Facebook at Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. there, everyone. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. This is The Food Show. We've been talking about food for 35 years. Let's keep it up. We have a good time talking about food. It's not anything else like is out there. This this chat that we have every day is um, a feel-good kind of thing. We are sitting outside on the deck on a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Tom is eating the remainder of his lunch, which he was sadly interrupted. We went on this beautiful day to the Anchor, which is a place we haven't been in a long time. For someone who's obsessed with Chifunctas, we never go anymore, mainly because we are able to go across the lake a lot more, and that is the beat that we really do need to cover. But uh, we just haven't been to Chifunctas. I don't think we've been there this year at all. And then uh, we used to go to the Anchor, too, a lot uh, on days like today. And we have not been in a very long time. So we went today. It was stupid because a lot of time needs to be allowed for a visit to the Anchor. First of all, it's far away. And secondly, you never know what. It's like the radio show. You never know what you're going to get. So it was quiet there today, thank heaven, but there was a table of about 12 guys, and I thought, oh, if they have put their order in, we do not have time to do this. As it turned out, they hadn't, so we decided to chance it, and I was kind of expecting some changes in the menu, but there really weren't any. There was one that I didn't care for, which was that they used to have a regular burger. I don't remember what they called it. And then they had this burger that Tom got, which is called the Doc Burger. And I have to say, I am usually annoyed by bacon jam. But I didn't really check the listing, as of course I never do. But Tom really likes things like that. So he was really the one that was eating. And... I got this burger. It was, I think it was supposed to have cheddar on it. I'm not sure if it did. I didn't know. Uh, 
The Crescent City Steakhouse has been a favorite since the first time I discovered it on Mardi Gras Day. This old-fashioned steakhouse hasn't changed much since it opened in 1934. I love the steaks. Here is prime beef, dry-aged in-house, a great T-bone or porterhouse steak. The Vojkovich family has welcomed generations of locals to this special place, and they'd love to welcome you. Crescent City Steakhouse, 1001 North Broad, 821-3271. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. All right, we're back. Are we back? We're back. Okay. (laughs) I just was going on a mile a second, and I was wondering where I stopped or where it stopped. Was I talking about the bacon jam? Yes, you were, that Tom liked it and you didn't. Okay. Mm. But this is delicious bacon jam. I don't normally like it, and I don't normally eat anything sweet on savory items. And if they're snuck in in some way, I'm not crazy about that. In this case, it wasn't. It was clearly marked that there was bacon jam and barbecue sauce on this burger, which was fine for Tom because these are things that he likes. So uh, I got the burger, and he has, like I said, really ravished this burger. Just really, really loved it. Yeah, but the bacon jam is delicious. It's really delicious. And as a bite of food, both of those sweet things together made for a really yummy little bite. I think their burger is really, really good there. I'm going to have to inquire in a little more detail about it because it is a uniform patty, which I'm always highly suspicious of, but it is an extremely good burger. As Tom says, if it tastes good, it is good. And it does. It really does. I prefer the other one and would uh, wish that it was back on the menu, but this is not, I'm going to get this one too and really like it. I think I am disappointed in the fries though. The fries at the anchor used to be absolutely fantastic. They were um, like thin, maybe uh, three-eighths of an inch. But then one side of it was about at least half an inch, maybe an inch. I wouldn't call them steak fries. I would just call them sort of flat fries. I've seen them at a couple of places. I don't see them anywhere anymore, which is really too bad. And Michael told me that he wasn't able to get them. So that makes me think maybe nobody's able to get them. But it upsets me because these are really, really good fries. Enough that it was challenging for me to not eat them. Because I usually don't eat fries unless they're fresh cut. Because you shouldn't be eating a lot of fried things. The oil. It's the oil. So I, I can't get past that. But anyway, I do succumb to this particular fry when I see it, especially the way they were done there, which was perfect and in a dusting of Cajun seasoning, which I think makes for a really good fry. 
556-9696 is the number. We have a guest today at 3 o'clock that is one that we have not heard from and you probably don't even necessarily know about. It is Monsef Spa, and he is Tunisian and has a cafe called Jamila's Cafe and has been on Maple Street for a very long time. I'm not sure how long, but quite a long time. Before that was the hip kind of cuisine, not Tunisian, but just some unusual, you know, African cuisine. But uh, it is a cute little place, just an adorable place. And uh, I can get you a napkin in just a second, Tom, okay? It was, it's a, it's, he is adorable, and I'm looking forward to talking to him. I never did make it to Tunisia and didn't even try the food because the and I hope he's not listening because it will probably bring back a memory that he probably doesn't want to have but we were supposed to have an eat club there 10 years ago almost exactly uh, for our trip in 2014 to Europe which included a stop in Tunisia and let's just let it suffice to say it was an unfortunate we had the dates confused. And so the poor guy had all this food ordered and we showed up a day early. This was in the beginning of the situation with Tom. So anyway, we did not eat Tunisian food that night. And I've been meaning to go back and eat it for 10 years now. So at some point we are going to do that because he's just as cute as can be. We also did not make it to Tunisia on that trip because there was some sort of tidal situation I think that was it. There was also unrest, so it could have been either one of those things. But uh, we, we still haven't made it to Tunisia. And I know I'll, I'll know I'll go to the restaurant before I go to Tunisia. Let's put it that way. So we'll have to talk about Tunisian food, what constitutes Tunisian food, and just in general, his, his whole story, how he got here and all that. We'll be back after this. Tom. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to Paris. Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Hello there, back with more of the food show. Uh, I want to go to Mandeville Seafood and get their crawfish. I did not make it there last night. Also to get some trout because I've been asking him about that. So we have to make a stop over there and pick up some crawfish and some trout. But uh, I am very curious to see how they are because they're just, it's just been such a controversial uh, 
Tom, don't do that, babe. A controversial um, season so far. Uh, today, according to, well, I guess it is National Margarita Day. It is. Isn't it, Patty? National Margarita That's Day. That's what I hear. Yeah, you, you drink margarita. You do drink margaritas. Um, yeah, they're not my favorite. I like strawberry margaritas, of course, because they're sweet. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go to, like, Santa Fe, do you get their margarita? No, usually I get their sangria. Okay. I know you have uh, other things that you you drink when you go to places like that mm-hmm. that are not margaritas. Um, you know, I'm more margarita. of a sweet drinker, like pina yeah. coladas, things oh, like yeah. that. So Even I like pina coladas. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I could really do a lot of pina coladas. Yeah. So strawberry margaritas are right up my alley, and usually they rim the glass in sugar, so that ah. helps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you, ever, have you ever gotten drunk on a pina colada? No. I, I don't. Okay. How many do you have to drink, I wonder? Because I could probably go through a few of those. I'm well, to... I, you know, they're so sweet and they're so rich. I don't think you. I, I don't think I could drink enough to get tipsy. I think I'd be full, you know, like ice cream. Really? I could yeah. do two. I could do two. Okay, Patty. Mm-hmm. You're on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you have the list of people who are coming up? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so I have a, a list. We have new uh, entries on that list. And one of them is from um, from Seaworthy. And the other is from Josephine Estelle, but they are on consecutive weeks. Did you find it? Or can I? Yeah, go ahead. We got Noki okay. tomorrow. Okay, good. Go ahead and talk about that. I have a situation. Come on, okay. let's go, babe. Well, the guest later today from uh, Cafe Jamila is ought to be really interesting. It's a, it's a restaurant that serves Tunisian food, and and looking at their menu, it's really kind of exciting. And and they even have belly dancing on Saturday night. So I'm really anxious to hear the interview with the chef, so he can talk about all the things that go on there at uh, Cafe Jamila. And then tomorrow. One of Marianne's favorite places in New Orleans is Noki, and that is the New Orleans Hospitality and um, Culinary and Hospitality Institute. It's this—it's where they train most of the people that are in the restaurants that you go to on a regular basis. They have students that come in there and. They train from the front of the house to the back of the house. They alternate. They, they go from seating to cooking to cleaning up to recipes. I mean, by the time they come out of Noki, they know everything about running or working in a restaurant. And most of their um, students are placed in, in a lot of the the premier restaurants in town i mean they really train them well and it's it's concentrated training they go to school i think for nine months but it's like every day so when they come out they are ready to go to work and then this we they have pop-ups when they get ready to graduate a class and this month's pop-up is called bomba and it's inspiration from culinary traditions Spanning Central and South America and the Caribbean. 
Caribbean is one of my favorite places to go, and they one have, of their favorites too. I yeah, think. and I think it's one of their favorites. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what's going to be on the menu there. Are you going to go? No, I can't because I'm here. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You're here during the day as opposed to me that's just here from two to four. All right. So, yes, that's tomorrow, right? Noki is tomorrow? Yes, we have Chef Rebecca Kalaska. Okay. Send me that name. Kalaskala. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure you did already. But anyway, you know how you have to do it twice all the time. I'm not going to send it to you till tomorrow. There you go. Right right before the show, just text yes, me. That's it. That's, that's right. the only way to do it, Patty. I know. National Margarita Day. The essential ingredients are tequila, lime juice, a splash of triple sec, Cointreau, or some other orange-flavored liqueur, and ice. The rim of the glass is coated with salt, but Lubrow at the Swizzle Stick Lounge came up with an improvement. Only dip half the rim of the glass in the salt. That way you can take it or leave it. That's a very good idea. It's also Pan American Ceviche Day. One of your favorites, Patty. Nah. Too. <laughs> you know, where was I listening to? I was listening to something. And they were talking about ceviche and a place where ceviche is just absolutely everywhere. And it's incredibly good. And for a moment, for a brief moment, I thought, Maybe I should try it. It it passed, though. Ceviche is a cold (laughs) appetizer of fish or sometimes shellfish marinated in lemon or lime juice with a little salt and sometimes chili peppers and other savory, crisp vegetables. The fish starts out raw, but the acidity of the citrus juice changes the proteins in the fish such that it comes out with the texture and flavor of cooked fish, even though it's still raw. Yeah, see, I'm just not buying that, you know? Ceviche was created during the Spanish colonial days in Peru. From there, it spread to almost all Latin American countries, each of which added its own flavors and ingredients. So many variations on ceviche can be made that restaurants sometimes serve several kinds with different seafoods and marinades. It's a delicious appetizer. The lightness and the acidic marinade give a lift to the palate as the flavors satisfy at the same time. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you about food. I shot the wad on everything I have to report since we last talked. Uh, we just had the one thing at Anchor. And I just was kind of, well, we mainly went to sit outside. And I was hoping that there would have been some other changes on the menu. But there weren't. So um, we're up to date on that one. Edible Dictionary word today is spudnut. Spudnut is a fried donut made from flour and dehydrated potatoes. The name was coined in 1940 by Al and Bob Pelton in Salt Lake City, who launched a chain of shops selling the donuts. They became popular quickly, peaked in the 60s, and faded. There was at least one of them in the Broadmoor section of New Orleans. It also served roast beef poor boys. <laughs> Interesting. Now the question is, did they serve roast beef poor boys on the spud nut? 
because that would have been interesting. I mean, if it was a potato flour, it might not have been bad. The Spudnut franchiser went out of business in the 80s, but many Spudnut shops kept going on their own. Spudnuts have a following, but the flavor difference between them and standard donuts is subtle at most. Hmm. I don't understand potato flour. I don't either. Yeah. It's like choose one or the other. And I don't understand why they're together ever. I'm trying to think of some other examples of potato. Well, I guess potato gnocchi is one. Um, Potato buns. Yeah, what's the deal? You don't yeah, really know. I've seen those. I, I've never bought them. I'm like, I'm with you. I don't understand. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, something different. And everybody's always looking for something different. But I don't necessarily have to have something different. See, Woolworth opened his first store. His name was Frank, Frank W. Woolworth. He opened his first store in Utica, New York. Today, in 1879, Woolworths would become the first chain store of any kind. Despite that, it was created by locals as part of the fabric of New Orleans. It was treated by locals as part of the fabric of New Orleans. At one time, there were at least eight Woolworth stores around town. Where were they? Does anyone know this? Because I'm sure someone does. A shopping trip to Canal Street would not have been complete without a stop in one of the two big Woolworths for a grilled cheese sandwich, crinkle cut fries, and a cherry Coke. All right, so the one that is most notable, I think, unless I'm wrong, because again, I don't really pay a lot of attention to this sort of thing. The silver, the ruby slipper is in there now, right? Was that a Woolworths where the ruby slipper No, was? that was a McCrory's. The Woolworths was on the corner of Rampart and Canal where the Hard Rock Hotel was. Okay. Well, when did the Woolworths totally disappear? Oh, geez, I don't know. Was it a long, long time ago or was it right before the Hard Rock Hotel? Oh, no, it was a long time ago. Okay. Well, so what was there when... Nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, so the Hard Rock was built on vacant land? Well, they tore it down and then built the Hard Rock. Yeah. But okay, it was so just they tore down empty, a building to build the Hard building. Rock. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it empty land right now? Yes, it is. Okay. It is. Okay. That's going to be interesting to see what turns up there because you know whenever something has a um you know, a, a history that is uncomfortable as that does, people, you know, tend to be squeamish about that you know what I mean yep Uh, I mean you do know what I mean right yeah I do okay all right because I'm a little nutty and you're not so I was just wondering (laughs) if you (laughs) if you do know what I'm saying it looks like they tore it down on in 2015 so yeah I guess it was a vac. I guess it was vacant land when the hard rock went there well that's not too long ago 2015 Mm -mm. So I wonder how long the Woolworths has been gone. Probably a long. Was it was it gone when you were oh, yeah. maybe still going there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, where was the other one? Tom said there were two. Where was the other one? There was one that was uh, uptown on, I think it was on Oak Street or either Ferret Street. 
Well, no, he said he said there were two on Canal. So, oh, I wonder where the other one was. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. And I, he said there were eight in town. So now I know there's the one on uh, Magazine. I guess is it Magazine? The one that is uh, right next to Nirvana. Was that a I think that's a Woolworths. Oh, yeah, I think that was. was. Yeah, I think you're right. Because they actually still... Tom, what are you eating? I'm afraid to ask. Okay. Um, Because there's actually... The bar is still intact. Yeah, it's still there. Yep. And I think at one time... Because I believe that's a record shop now. I think at one time they were actually thinking of uh, resuscitating that thing. Apparently, there is one that's still around, or to my knowledge, recently. It may not still be the case, but there was one in the United States that remained in Riverside, California. And they were still using it. So it would be cool if they did resuscitate the one on Magazine Street. That'd be a super, I mean, that's a... You know, right next to Casamento's, which is over 100 years old. I mean, that would be kind of really coolly nostalgic. 556-9696 is the number. Patty, what else was there for the drugstore that you would get? Was it like a Waffle House? Uh, Patty's Patty's the show historian. Wait, you mean the, uh, the Woolworths lunch counter? At the counter? Woolworths. Like, Tom always got a cherry Coke, crinkle fries, and uh, a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, we have to stop and take a break for the news. But what else was on the menu that you can recall? Or it's probably online somewhere where we can look. It is time for the news. 2.30. Stay with us for more of the food show. Louisiana, Louisiana Radio, Radio Network. Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Governor Jeff Landry has removed a job creation requirement for manufacturers to receive a significant property tax break. Jeff Palermo has the story. Former Governor John Bell Edwards added the job creation requirement to the industrial tax exemption program, but Landry says the requirement is keeping major manufacturers from doing business in Louisiana. Tying it to the job creation only creates more bureaucratic red tape. But together, Louisiana says the change to ITEP amounts to a gift for corporations and it will not result in new jobs. Landry disagrees. I mean, anytime you build something, you're going to have people at work. I'm Jeff Palermo. If you think something's wrong with your cell phone, it's most likely not your phone. It's the network. Multiple carriers are reporting outages. If you have Wi-Fi on your phone, you can make and receive calls through that versus the cell carrier. A reason for the outage has not been released. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Medicaid members, keep your coverage. Update your address, email address, and cell phone number to receive information regarding your benefits. Act now. If you get a letter from Louisiana Medicaid, read it and respond as soon as possible. For more information or to update your info, call the number on your insurance card or visit healthy.la.gov. That's healthy.la.gov. Remember to update all required information before Medicaid deadlines so you don't lose your coverage. I'm Ed Harrell. 
author of The Kindness Revolution. These are stressful times, maybe more than ever, with work, politics, finances, health, relationships, parenting. These are tough times, and tough times lead to stress. And many times when stress is high, we tend to behave somewhat impulsively. We say things we regret. We act in hurtful or thoughtless ways. So when in stress, it might be wise to pause and consider how what we are going to do might impact other people. This is true in any situation, at home or at work. Our thoughtless behavior might just lead to stress for others. This is a ripple effect that we must avoid at all costs. We have a lot of buttons we have the opportunity to push all day, every day. Maybe the one we should push the most often is the one that says pause. To learn more, check us out at thekindnessrevolution.net. The solar eclipse is coming in April, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer. You'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends. Why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness? Simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today. That's shop-kindness.com. By the way, our listeners get a 20% discount on all items, so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Okie dokie, 5569696 is the number. Ask and you shall receive. Patty reminded me that a person named Terry Johnson sent by email a menu from 1950s Woolworth's counter. And it is uh, fun, really fun. So there is a shopper's delight on this menu, which is the most expensive thing. It is a cup of soup, barbecue beef on toasted bun served with crisp potato chips. I wonder if they were house cut back then. They were probably Dickie's potato chips. Remember them? Yeah, I do. I do. I really like them, too. Uh, and a choice of beverage. And you got all of that for the whopping price of $1. That's the most expensive thing on the menu. It seems like there was not a lot of imagination or difference between uh, maybe food costs for these things because everything's pretty much the same price. Uh, the hot beef sandwich, which was tender slices of roast beef with rich brown gravy and creamy whipped potatoes, was a dollar. They had a baked meatloaf dinner. Darren wouldn't have gone there. He's too young for that. Really? All right. Well, let's let's. <laughs> Hallelujah! Come on in, Darren. Come on. I'm 53. I'm not that young. Okay. I love I that mean, picture that you sent to Patty, by the way. Oh, did you get to see it? I mean, yeah, we have so many. Beautiful. You know what? There, the pictures do not do justice. No, there's no question. Um, Anything like you, that, there is no way it does it justice. You have to go see it yourself. Go ahead. Even when I look at like the pictures of all the food that the the food pictures we took, it just you know you have to see it. You have to be there. But but I, I was actually calling. I had been meaning to tell you this, and you might say, Darren, that's old news. Did you see who's coming back and who's moving to Canner? No, who? Godfather's Pizza. Oh, really? I love that yes. idea. I love it. And I mean, remember when Godfather's was where TJ Maxx and Tiffany and that that 
I that don't mold. remember that. I don't. Oh, jeez. Now, wait a second. I, mean, I had it confused for a second. I was thinking of Mr. Gaddy's, which I really liked, which was in Baton Rouge. So I don't yes. remember Godfathers as well. But when are they coming back to Kenner? So I think it's it's being like it's in the process right now. But, I mean, for anyone, Godfathers, in my opinion, was the absolute godfather of pizzas best pizza buffet if you were ever i mean when i think about all the team sports and just going to a dance or whatever it was i mean that was the spot that's where you would go eat and it's it i I, I just i mean for just you know when we talk about pizza like pizza hut pizza and they just did that type of pizza incredibly well. And so okay. it'll be interesting. Now, now I wonder, when did they leave, Darren? When did they leave? Because, you know, your while. memory I mean, plays tricks on you. Yeah, they were. So if you think about that strip mall, that's the strip mall that that Italian restaurant, San, Sandro's, I believe. Right, uh-huh. Yeah. In. You know, they were in that corner spot on the same side as Sandro's forever, it's been, I'm going to say, I mean, maybe when I was in high school, so in the 80s, late 80s, Okay, now, Darren, according to their website, it says there is currently one there. Not there, but there's one on West Esplanade, and they have the hours and everything. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so yeah, it must be like newly opened because uh, it says that they're not accepting carryout orders yet, but um, it says 2321 West Esplanade. I remember, if, if anybody who's familiar with Godfather, something that was so distinct about them was not only the cheese, but the way that the cheese, the way it would come out with a little brown, like, almost like hints of a little bit of burn on the cheese. I don't know. It was just okay. so good. Are you looking at the website? Because, Darren, I don't remember Godfathers, but I do remember going there, but I don't remember if I, it registered as something really good. But I'm looking at pictures of the pizza, and I have to tell you, it doesn't look that good. So, <laughs> so I well, hope you're... I hope it's you're, not in the same category... <laughs> As, as what we would consider, like I, I mean, I think it would fall into that pizza and pizza hut, like kind of that old. It doesn't school. look that good to me. It doesn't look that good. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, it's been forever. How long has it been since you've been there? Oh, it's got to be the eighties. Okay, that's a long time, Darren. <laughs> I know, I know. It's got to be the 80s. That's um, a long time. I'm looking at the one of Mr. Gaddy's, and those look considerably better. So I'm going to have to well, check that one out when I go to Baton Rouge. I, just, and, yeah, I just thought about it, and I wasn't sure. I mean, anybody from Metairie has, I mean, Metairie people, without a doubt, know Godfathers. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay, then, you know, well. I don't know. Marianne, do you remember, so this would be in the same strip mall as Austin's on West Esplanade. Yeah. And Fisher & Son Jewelers took over 
when this place went away. Do you remember pepperonis? The pizza? No. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah that no. was there forever. You know, it's and interesting. You're place, talking about these chains, but what made them go away and the others well, remain? Interesting. Was a chain. Oh, okay. I don't think pepperonis was a chain. And then the other that no one seems to remember, and it's like, come on. Do you remember Fireside Inn? I do remember that. I do. And I okay, remember think really remember liking that, but that was a long time ago. What? Yes. So that was right on Veterans where Cafe Dumont and Leslie's Pools is located. That's where Fireside Inn was. And do you remember they had a magician? No, I don't remember that. And the incredible thing is that magician is a volunteer now at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, it's just so... But Only Darren you, would drop a line like that. If you remember <laughs> Fireside Inn, one thing they did, which I never really understood, they put that thin layer of aluminum foil, like if you did carry out, uh-huh. on the top. Darren, yeah. how do you remember all of this stuff? My I mean, memory it's is so very detailed. <laughs> Look, I told you, I have a memory of Tom's very first show oh when goodness. we returned post-Katrina. I mean, my memory's crazy. Oh, but, wow. But anyway, um, the only other thing I wanted to tell you, and I'm waiting for a report. So my daughter went today for the first time ever to Pascal, so Pascal Manali, so uh-huh. hopefully and- it'll be a good report. Oh, so you, you haven't gotten the report yet. I am I dying to hear that report. I'm dying to hear that report. I got pictures of the food. Okay. And then she yeah. told me next Thursday she's been invited to go eat at Tableau, which I've never been. Okay. Well, I'm very interested in hearing her report of Pascal's Manali and also Tableau. It. Okay. Because we need to we need to understand her taste. Like Tom used to always say, somebody would call up and they'd say, I went to such and such a place, a place that Tom raved about, and I didn't like it at all. And then Tom would say, especially if it was a place that he just couldn't believe the guy didn't like, then he'd say, well, what do you like? And then he would rattle off places that Tom would never be caught dead. And so he said, so here's how you use this show. You can still use this show. When I say I love a place, don't go there. And when I say I can't stand a place, that's the one for you. And so I know since your daughter was raving about, um, what's the place out on Metairie Road? Oh, um, Garrison, Garrison Kitchen. Garrison, yeah. Garrison Kitchen. Yeah, so I want to know, because, you know, Pascal's Manali is about as traditional New Orleans as you can get. And Tableau is gourmet not gourmet it's really really good traditional new orleans so i'll be interested in hearing her report on well this. and she's been on her little food kick because she knows that she'll be leaving soon. yeah right and last night <laughs> last night she went to the rum house and of course she said it was just yeah awesome yeah. but i mean i've never had a bad meal there oh everybody loves the rum house i mean i you know i don't get the rum house i think it's perfectly fine i wouldn't say there's anything like wow it's just a thing it's a thing the rum house is a thing you know but the, the nachos yeah. are fine uh, everything i've had there is fine well that's what but i it's, get i mean i don't i don't know, dream about it but there yeah. are people no, who really do you know and i just you know it's like okay that's your place i mean i would never turn down an opportunity to go there but it doesn't you know float in my boat like it does some people so Anyway, well, 
All right. right. I thought Godfather. you were calling about Woolworths. All right. I'm going to go try Godfathers. All okay, right. do it. Yeah, I want to know. I want to hear about it. All right. Okay, <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. It is time to take a break, and we'll be back with more of the food show after this. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville. 985-845-9940. 985-845-9940. I get misty just holding your hand. Back, I want to tell you about Angelo Bracado's. Angelo Bracado is a delicious, delicious place where New Orleanians have been for, okay, let me do math on the air. Bad idea. Bad idea. Nine, 119 years. Angelo Bracado has been delighting New Orleanians since he arrived here in 1905. Don't check my math, folks, but I think it's right. Uh, he came here with Torrencino, the recipe for Torrencino, the vanilla ice cream with cinnamon and uh, almond chips, and granita, or lemon ice. But boy, has the menu expanded since then. If you go over there at their new location, and by new I mean 40 years, Angelo Bracado settled in deep in the quarter, then moved once, and now he is the, the rest the emporium, I would call it, has been where it is at 214 North Carrollton, a block off canal for 40 years, since the 80s. Yes, and uh, you will find so many things. You will find, first of all, their incredible cannoli, which is made fresh every Wednesday on the cannoli line. And you have the spumoni, uh, tiramisu, turnovers, strudel, the baba rum cake, the little fig cookies, and uh, so many things that they have there, like the baked Alaska slices. They have real Italian nougat. They have gelato, the real Italian flavoring gelato, the really good stuff. And, of course, their espresso cappuccino maker, which sets the tone for the old world of Italy. It is the unique place that I have ever been in the United States, and you will see the same if you've never been. And if you've never been, my goodness, why is that? Angelo Bracado, 214 North Carrollton, a block off Canal. Patty, I ran through the, the break, right? No, you're good. So we did do the break. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the show while I'm listening to Tom tell me something about that I need to fix. Okay. And I do need to go and fix that. So um, can you, you know, go through the Noki thing again? I just have to get up again. I'm sorry. Sure. So we'll go back to what we were doing, what we're going to do tomorrow. Noki is having a Latin American cook-off, a uh, um, pop-up. It's called Bamba, and we're going to have the chef on tomorrow. Her name is Rebecca Klaskala. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly. But anyway, it's going to be a really fun evening, uh, afternoon, actually. It's um, tomorrow afternoon. Let me get to the page because, of course, I closed it. And I can give you the time and the date. And it's open to the public. And what's really cool about this is it gives all of the students a chance to okay. really work with the public. And you're back. 
Uh, well, I don't know for how long. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. So wait, look at the menu from Woolworths. I know. Isn't that I know. funny? We're going to go back. I thought Darren was going to talk about Woolworths. He was, but um, then we got him sidetracked. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that no, actually, I said the most expensive thing on the menu, but the most expensive thing on the menu is the roast beef dinner. The roast beef dinner was a dollar ten. It was tender roast beef, brown gravy, creamy whipped potatoes, and garden vegetable. Can you imagine the vegetable? Roast <laughs> turkey dinner was ninety five cents. Roast turkey. All white meat, hot turkey gravy, savory dressing, creamy whipped potatoes, garden vegetable, cranberry sauce. That seems like that ought to be the most expensive thing on the menu. You get more with that than anything else. The baked meatloaf dinner was 95 cents. It was oven baked meatloaf with brown gravy, creamy whipped potatoes, and garden vegetable. They had a fried fish Platter, fried filet of fish, tartar sauce, French fried potatoes, coleslaw, roll and butter served with all of the above dinners. That was 95 cents as well. They did have a cheap thing, like really cheap, like I can't even believe how cheap. Think about this, Patty. We're talking 70 years ago. Yeah. Okay. A cup of soup now at nicer restaurants is running $16, $17, a cup of soup, okay? So a soup, a cup of soup with crackers in the 50s at Woolworths was 25 cents. <laughs> a bowl was 35 cents. And they had specials. The special this particular day when the snapshot was taken Today's luncheon special for 99 cents was baked macaroni with Old English cheese, vegetable, coleslaw, roll and butter, gelatin with whipped topping, ice cream with chocolate sauce. Those were, that was an either or. And a choice of beverage. Question to the audience. If there is a person that would choose gelatin with a whipped topping over <laughs> ice cream with chocolate sauce, do call and explain, please. What do you think Old English cheese is? <laughs> well, Old English cheese is really an intense cheddar. I mean, Old English cheese is really, I guess you could call it like a stinky cheddar, but not really stinky because in America we would never put up with a stinky cheese especially at a Woolworths counter but old English cheese is good yellow ch cheddar you know okay. I mean their their cheese is their everything is more intense because it's real so but I'm sure it wasn't I'm sure we weren't I'm sure Woolworths was not getting cheese from England no. <laughs> as a matter of fact I am sure that it's just a figure of speech on the menu and I'm surprised that old is not spelled with an e on the end to make yeah. it ever so um, more uh, official mm -hmm. yes anyway that's super fun thank you Terry Johnson for sending that uh, this was um, a fun little look back in time but my goodness I mean I just I guess there's an I guess there's a formula 
a mathematical formula that could verify for me my statement that, wow, things have really gotten out of whack because to go to 16 or $17 70 years later, I feel like that's probably not little tiny increments. I'm just curious, though. But it's fun to think about that. Woolworths, eight Woolworths, two on Canal Street. I don't know that I ever set foot in a Woolworths. Certainly not the way you guys did. But then I didn't live in the city. And I don't know that we ever really went into the city. I mean, my mother was one of those people who, once we moved out to the Burbs, that's why we moved to the Burbs. And so we didn't, we didn't go into the city much after that. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Now I feel like I need to go to Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. Whenever I am there, which is so rare, and for some reason I am right off the campus, because I don't know if there are others, but I know that there was a place when I went there which was down the hill off Highland, off of whatever street that is that runs right outside the gates of the campus. It's a little, like, commercial area there. It's where the round the corner was. It's where the original chimes is. And then at the other end of the block, there's, you know, a hill, and that's where the Mr. Gaddy's is. And it was several things before it became Mr. Gaddy's, but it's been Mr. Gaddy's for, I don't know, I want to say 40 years probably. And we used to like to go there, and I kind of want to go revisit that and see. And it's kind of curious. I guess it's probably more than anything else, smart business and marketing to explain why Mr. Gaddy's is few and far between, and Domino's and Papa John's is everywhere. Pizza Hut, national chain with much saturation. Even Little Caesars Pizza. But the others, I think, are actually better. So now I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to investigate that. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to the boucherie over the weekend. And if I do, stopping there would be an extra thing. But I don't know that I will. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you about food. On the other side of the news, we have Monsef Spa. Not spa as in I'm going to relax at the spa, but S-B as in boy, AA. He is Tunisian, and for many years, he has had uh, a, a delightful, delightful little cafe called Jamila's. And um, it's on Maple Street, down the road, a piece from um, what is that? Is Delachaise on that street now? I feel like it is, but Maple Street Cafe, 
and Kotsu. Uh, I think that's the name of it. Anyway, a lot of restaurants on that row there. And Jamila's is kind of right in the middle of the mall. Super cute. Tunisian food. Don't you think, Patty, if he had started the business now, he would be a James Beard Award winner? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Another way that times have changed. But I am very curious about the Tunisian food, and I do want to... uh, I do want to explore it because we got close, we got close, but uh, but haven't had anything there. Uh, you know, it's funny that um, that we <laughs> were talking about Ruby Slipper just now because I just checked to uh, I just checked the emails, and I have been supposedly working with their PR people about them reopening that store on Canal Street. Yeah, they just reopened it. Yeah, and somehow or another, they sort of fell off the radar. That conversation just stopped. And I I don't think they're based here anymore. I think they're based in Dallas now. Anyway, I said I would love to have them on because I'm just, this would be a bigger story than talking to the rum house ladies because the Ruby slipper people were office people. And not only were they tremendously successful, but they were so successful. (laughs) They're going to have a national chain, I'm sure, which is beyond all imaginings. And I really want to hear that story for sure. I was talking about Mimi's, I was talking about Rum House, but the, the, the pinnacle of the entire thought of neophytes becoming successful is the Ruby Slipper, without a doubt. Anyway, I opened my email just now, and there, the guy that I've been talking to is back to talk about it some more. So I don't know whatever happened, because I did ask about doing it. I really did want to do it, but actually he's not responding to that question about the interview. It's about just picks for a piece that we might write. So I want to talk to them on this show. So I will try to, I guess, make that happen. But at a certain point, you know, it's like, you know, if you want to do it, do it. 55696 is the number. Don't call it, though, because we don't have time right now. We just have a minute before we go to the news, and then we're going to be talking to Monsef after that, and then we can go back to talking, just you and me, at 3.30. Because we will then have uh, half an hour to kill. So I would love to talk to someone about Woolworths. I don't recall that I ever experienced it. I might have to ask one of my siblings if they ever went anywhere like that, because I I didn't. Because I was like, you know, I'm the middle child. I know that shocks no one. But um, there were three people before me and kind of a different, whole different experience, I would say. All right, and tomorrow we have Noki. They're going to be talking about their pop-up, which we do whenever they have a pop-up. 
And I always look forward to it. So uh, that will be tomorrow. And then we have a whole bunch of people next week. WGSO New Orleans, it's time for the news. The USA News Network. It is 3 o'clock. Stay with us. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. A United Airlines flight from Newark, New Jersey to L.A. was forced to land at Chicago's O'Hare Airport because of a bomb threat. United wouldn't confirm that an actual bomb threat had been made, saying only that it was a security issue that forced the plane to land. Passengers from the plane told local news that the flight crew told them after they landed that someone had written a bomb threat on a mirror in one of the plane's bathrooms. Police boarded that plane, searched all carry-ons after passengers were off the aircraft. The scene was cleared and the plane resumed its flight to L.A. Former President Donald Trump's town hall event with Laura Ingram of Fox News was the highest rated cable newscast on Tuesday, reaching more than 3.2 million, according to the network. We have a country that's a, it's a failing nation. I say it in my speeches. It's a failing nation. We should decline. We should decline. I just don't think it's a subject that we're smiling too much about. The hour-long event recorded Tuesday afternoon in Greenville, South Carolina, just days before Republican voters cast their primary vote in the state. Trump's GOP challenger, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, held her own speech in Greenville the same day, vowing to stay in the race for the White House. If you're struggling with your cell phone service, you're not alone. A cellular outage on Thursday hit thousands of AT&T users and text messages as emergency services in major cities. If you're a user of Verizon, T-Mobile, or U.S. Cellular, they also reported some disruptions. AT&T releasing a statement saying, we are working urgently to restore service to them. This is USA News. Are you nearly maxed out in your credit cards? It doesn't matter if you're using your credit cards for fun or to survive. At the end of the month, your statements come in. And you can either pay them or you can't. If you can't, late fees and interest rates get tacked on. And now you're struggling just to make the minimum payment due. Do you feel trapped? Am I talking to you? Good, because I personally researched some companies that can help you. They may be able to reduce your credit card balances by 50% and stop the late fees. If you qualify, please call our special debt hotline number right now for a complimentary free five-minute consultation. Deal with your credit card problem now before it gets much worse and put more money back in your pocket. Trust me, I've been there too. Call right now. 800-475-7125. 800-475-7125. That's 800-475-7125. The parents of Gabby Petito, the 22-year-old travel blogger who was killed by her fiancé Brian Laundrie while they were on a cross-country road trip, have settled an emotional distress lawsuit with Laundrie's parents and their attorney. While the terms of the settlement are being kept confidential, the two sides did come to an agreement through mediation. The lawsuit by Petito's parents alleging that the Laundries knew about Gabby's murder by their son and did nothing but issue a statement through their lawyer, hoping that Gabby would be found. 
Odie is on its way to the moon. On Wednesday morning, a robotic lunar lander, the Odysseus, was launched by a Houston company. It's scheduled to land on Thursday around 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. If everything goes smoothly, it will become the first private spacecraft soft landing there and the first American mission to arrive there since Apollo 17 in 1972. Although it's a private company, the main we got a front on the way coming in tomorrow. Ahead of it today, the early clouds or patches of fog give way to partly sunny skies. The winds pick up to become windy in low 70s. Breezy tonight with a few scattered showers. Early morning low tomorrow, 50s to near 60. Breezy tomorrow still and sunny. A little cooler by late in the day with highs of low 70s. Colder tomorrow night with a clear sky, mid 40s to 50. Low 70s under sunshine each day Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanjay, WGF. So... Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. Hello there, everyone. It is time now for hour number two, or the second course, as Tom used to always like to say, of the food show, where we, you know, talk about food. That's it. Well, that's not totally it, but pretty much 98% of it. We also have a guest this time every day, and it is uh, usually a restaurateur. This is a restaurateur that you might not be aware of, so I would like you to become aware of him. His name is Monsef Spa. Is that the way you say your name, Spa? Correct. Correct. Okay. From Jamila's Cafe, which is a delightful little cafe on Maple Street that I know very little about, including about you, Monsef. So let's take it from way, way back. You're from Tunisia. You're from Tunisia. Yes. When did you arrive here? I arrived to New Orleans about 34 years ago. Okay. So why New Orleans? What brought you here? I manage a restaurant in Port Lauderdale. Ah, uh-huh. And I'm sure you're familiar, you know him. He's a big restaurant. He's Italian-Tunisian. Martins. He used to own Martins restaurants up the causeway in Mendeville. Really? And he owned, yes. And he owned Bentley's, which is a club and a restaurant. And he owned Le Soleil. His son now owns, he's, he's resting in peace. His son own, uh, runs and owns uh, Abida Brupa. No kidding. Really? Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go back even further then. All right, so what was his name? Because we did know him. Uh, he oh, had gosh. a tiny little French place right by the causeway. Exactly. He was, he was yes. Okay, so what was, what was the name of it again? Uh, Le Soleil. Okay. Because and, Le Soleil, it's a French name, Le Soleil, Café Soleil. Okay. 
Yes, Cafe Soleil. Okay, so, uh, yeah, but he yeah. was he was French, right? He he wasn't from Tunisia. He's Italian, was... Italian and French. You know, we were we were part of the French protectorate. We all our education is in French, uh-huh. you know, and Tunisian. So uh, you know, we're very fluent in French. All, all our education, even when we graduate, most of our majors. Uh-huh. Uh, subjects, history and philosophy and sport, mm-hmm. all is, is in French. I see. So you came from Tunisia with him? Did you know him over there? Or how did you all hook up? We never met, but this is how it happened. I have a good friend. He, he, I, I, my major is hotel management school. I, I took my hotel management school in Germany, in Munich. I graduated from Garmisch. Patrickson, close to Munich in Bavaria, and I came back to Tunisia and I was working as a maitre in a hotel, a resort hotel. Okay. And the story is one of my best friends, and he was a national Tunisian goalkeeper. He's resting in peace to mm-hmm. not my generation, but we were friends. So I go hang out with him to the restaurant called. Cleopatra, you know, like mm-hmm. Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I know a guy who lives in the States. He's in Florida, and he, his name is Martin Sayer. Because Martin, uh, mom was Italian. His dad is Tunisian. So my uh-huh. brother moved to Fort Lauderdale, and that's how I came on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> Never thought to migrate to, 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 to the U.S. I love the U.S., uh-huh. My teachers were from the Peace Corps and uh-huh. very exposed to the culture. But so he told me, no, you're not going to stay here. You're not going to leave. You have to stay with me. Let's hang uh-huh. out together. And what, why do you have to go back? And I ended <laughs> up staying. And this is where I met Martins uh, uh, in Fort Lauderdale and working in his restaurant. I see. And he came to Tunisia and he says, Monsep. I bought a restaurant in Mendeville. I need you to come help me. And this is a few months later I came by. So he came to Tunisia to recruit you for his restaurant in Mandeville, Louisiana, which you probably had no idea where that was. Exactly. Marianne, this is so funny. That day I flew Tunis, Paris. That was the itinerary. Paris, Oslo, Oslo, New York, New York, New Orleans. <laughs> I came like nine o'clock at night, uh-huh. and him and Chef Grant Johnson, who worked with us, he's from uh-huh. Pennsylvania, very uh-huh. nice chef. They were talking to me, and I'm on that on the bridge. I says, "Okay, now you tell me New Orleans. We've been for forty-five minutes driving. <laughs> you know, they said we're going to Mendeville. I said, uh-huh. never told me Mendeville.'" <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't tell you about that bridge, or you would not have come. Oh, wow! So you worked with him in Mandeville. Did you live yeah. over here, or did you do no, that I bridge? Lived, I lived in Mandeville. I lived in Mandeville. You yeah. did. I, I lived in okay. Kikwood Circle. Around that time, you can get a three, four bedroom for fifty thousand dollars. That's Where was that? Where was that? Kickwood Circle, close to Rouse's. Yeah, I don't you know. You know, off the coast. I don't know that. Okay. Right, right where so, the old post office used to be. 
Okay, okay. Now I do know what you're talking about. All right, so yeah. so you were in Mandeville for how long? And then after he passed away, I guess, were you, were you at that restaurant with him? I was at the restaurant with him for three years. At, at, and Ma- Martin okay. never gets attached to a restaurant. God bless him. He, if somebody comes, give him the right price, he will yeah. He, he, and he, he loved to do that. He was uh, uh-huh. a good, uh, and he was a great, uh, great friend and, and, and a boss. And also his name, Vula. She's nice, too. Uh-huh. She ran the restaurant with him. She retired uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. The, the, I know the, they had he, great fresh-cut fries. I remember that. Oh, yeah. He, he, he He's a very good uh, restaurateur. He knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. And, uh I went to, this is funny for you, I have John Maxwell, you know, that's the gentleman who brought Whole Food to the city, John Maxwell. Okay. You know, he lived in Abita Spring, you know, and his wife, Virginia Davis, taught yoga, and he was my customer at Martins, this is where I met him, uh-huh. and he knew that, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know what. You know, I I knew the restaurant was sold, and I'm, a, I'm a, I was like a nomad anyway. When you're single and younger, uh-huh. you move with the flow. Mm-hmm. So he says, Mosab, they're opening a summer camp at Camp Catauba. Catauba is the Indian Indian name is called the tree. It used to be the old Salvation Army in Covington. That uh-huh. was very famous. You know, the old Salvation Army Covington with bunk beds, a nice swimming pool, kitchen. He said oh. he needed somebody to work in the kitchen. Uh-huh. So I went and interviewed with the owner. So here I am. I cook there for 15 weeks and coach soccer for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, a job is a job, isn't it? Okay. I enjoyed it. Some uh-huh. uh-huh. girl, if I made a nice variety of food for the kids. Uh-huh. I'll a bet. lunch and some dinner. It was like a, a good 90 people. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it too much, and, and I coached soccer. Okay. And, now, uh, I haven't gotten yeah. to your restaurant yet, but I, I, I think we're going to wind up running long because I have... I have questions about that before we even okay. start on your restaurant. But you didn't you didn't serve the kids any Tunisian food, did you? No, I didn't. No, they, they, okay. I, I made them pasta, pasta meatballs. Okay, I okay, made them so all American food. Uh, American food. In the morning, <laughs> but this young okay. lady, in particular, Heather, this young girl, her parents told me, through this nine or nine years, the only thing she eats. Peanut butter and jelly. Heather, what would you like? Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a North Shore kid. So what happened? Did she, did she eat anything? Did you get her to try anything else? She tried sometimes the pizza, but she loved her peanut butter and jelly. She went back to her peanut butter and jelly. All right, we are talking yeah. to Monsef Spa, who owns Jamila's Cafe on Maple Street. And, yeah, it's a long story. We're going to get eventually to how he wound up there, but stay with us for that. We'll be back.
Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. We are back. Tom likes to sing, as you know, Munsef. We keep him part of the show that way, so that's uh, that's it. his contribution I, to the I, show. <laughs> I, I, I love to come see him sometimes. Believe me, I love we're going to come see stuff. you. I have still Believe never yes. eaten at Jamila's. We are coming to see you. That is a promise. I'm going to take my daughter too. All right. So you know, when, I, when I had, well, listen to that music. Not meaning to interrupt you when you just opened, started your show. I had tears and chills in my eyes Aww. because Aww. it's love, and you know, and he's, he's, he he always helped the city and did yeah. the best, you know, rating and 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 try to to help everybody. And he's he's a, he's a good good you he, know you he's know. a good guy. I mean, but you know what? You know what? This will make you feel better. He's got a pretty good life now. He's got. I mean, it's a terrible situation, but but. Uh, he gets to still do what he loves to do, which is eat. So we were out at lunch today. We go out to dinner. He's good. He's, you know. Please, like, I would like, love you to come visit. Yeah, we're going to come visit. Like my dad and said. And what's her name? Uh, your daughter, Mary Lee. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Ma- yeah, Mary Lee. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, my dad used to always say, I'm in great shape for the shape I'm in. And that's exactly how I would describe <laughs> Tom. He's in great good. shape for the shape he's in. All right. So anyway, um, you were cooking at this camp. And then, and then coaching soccer. And how did that end? It ended when the season is over. Uh-huh. I was going. I was interviewing with Continental Hot Intercontinental because I worked uh-huh. in Fort Lauderdale, uh-huh. in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, and and uh, my my food and beverage uh, manager. The, the, for the Southern Division, Monsieur Jacques Casnier, he says I want you to come, come, come work. You know, uh, uh, at the Intercontinental. So I worked with them at the Garden Restaurant. It's a, a suburb yeah. from Fort Lauderdale. This is, uh. and uh, and I did the season. I I I, I worked there, and I was thinking to go to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. To, to interview because they were building a new intercontinental. It's just story uh-huh. short. So my brother didn't want me to leave. He worked with me. You know, he uh-huh. taught French at uh, in in, in Saint Paul. You know, she she taught French. Oh, at Saint Paul's. Okay. So, uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he introduced me to Gunther Preuss and George Huber. I'm sure uh-huh. you know. Of course. Uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. Gunter's so on the show all... quite a bit. Maybe we'll come in with Gunter and his wife. Go ahead. Oh yeah, and uh, he they introduced. And of course, I I I studied in Munich. I speak German, and they said we del- we we delighted to have you. And he introduced me. We got so many conventions, and I was tacked. It was my last day in, uh, in Louisiana. I was uh, 
I had my car packed, ready to hit the road to travel. They said, Joe, we need you. I said, look, I, I, don't keep, I, I don't even have a place where to stay. They said, we got it for you. Right across, the, they got a hotel room for me already. <laughs> and I never left Louisiana. Uh-huh. Never left it since that day, you know. Okay, so so you were you working at the veranda? Was that where you worked at the Intercontinental? Uh, no, uh, no, not, not the one here. The, this is oh. in, in Florida. What's, wait, you, Gunter? I, I work it in Florida, but I work it at Broussard's. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Broussard's. All right. I was wondering. Broussard's okay. with Gunter Price. And so George you wound Huber, up with Gunter at Broussard's. Okay. And, and right. George Huber. They were partners. I see. Okay. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. And Evelyn. Okay. Gunter and Evelyn. So what year was that? Uh, I would say in the 1991. Yeah. Okay. 1991. All right. So about 30, 30 couple of years ago. All right. Yeah. So then you stayed at Broussard's till when? I stayed at Broussard's for two years. Uh-huh. And I worked for Emmers. He wanted me to be a manager. I said no, because my wife was treated with second baby. Big one uh-huh. was six months. I did uh-huh. three jobs. I didn't want oh, to be gosh. in the management. I yeah. Just, uh-huh. And he was nice, and I helped him. Worked and it was good experience. I love openings. It's exciting. Uh-huh. And I was living on Milan Street. This is how it's and and she would take the kids for a little walk and and Frank Mumphrey, the owner of Stephen and Martins. I'm sure you remember. Yeah. Uh huh. For for mm-hmm. forty one forty one St. Charles, which is now right. Uh-huh. New, New Orleans hamburger seafood. New Orleans company. hamburger and seafood. Yeah. <laughs> he saw uh-huh. me. When I go to work, I have the tuxedo, and then he offered me, he says, can you help me during lunch? I work an only dinner most of the time. I said, can you help me? I got Japan Air travel. Can you help me with some banquets? I said, sure, why not? He's a neighbor. Yeah. I help uh-huh. him, and I worked with him, and then like a few months later, he offered me, he says, I want you to manage my place. We don't have no manager. We need help. I would like you. So I, I took the job. You know, I, I, was, I was thinking about it for a while because, you know, you don't want to venture all the time because you have two kids, babies. Right, sure. You don't, yeah. you don't venture. You, 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 yeah. you, you just think, wow, this is a big decision because I, yeah. I was good at Bruxelles to be uh-huh. So I, I took the job and I did it for like three years until they turned it into cannons. Mm. You remember, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. And then what happened? And then I'm gonna make you laugh. I saw Carmelo one day. I was just I went to Tunisia that that year I took a good a good break, two months vacation, me and the kids and Jamira mm-hmm. because I always work at him. I always did. I enjoy working. Mm-hmm. And I saw Carmelo. He says, why don't you come help me? So I help him for, for, for a few months, you know. Wait, you ran into he, Carmelo he, in Tunisia? No, I, I knew Carmelo. He used to sell us cheese at Martins. Carmelo 
Ah, was okay. Importing Italian goods. Ah, that yes. That's where okay. I met Carmelo. Okay. Carmelo. Uh-huh. Okay. Carmelo Chirico. God bless him. He's resting in peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of history in our city and state, and it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't know that you were all. I didn't know that you had your finger in all these pies. I'm really intrigued by this. Okay, so Carmelo enters the picture, and then what happens with that? I help him with a private room for parties upstairs. Ah, I see. Oh, okay. Room. You remember where uh, the wine room, and he was so he was a good okay. guy. I like yeah. him. I really yeah. do. Uh huh. Yeah. And and uh, and then and, you know, and then uh, coincidence. I'm going to tell you the story as it is. I was looking. I was looking. One of my dreams is to open. You mm-hmm. know, to open to uh, you know to thinking why I I, I can do it. My wife is a teacher. She came with a Codefield French Louisiana program, but her, Jamila is, loves to cook. It's her hobby. I, I invited a lot of my friends, restaurateurs, and, and everybody, even my ex-bosses from Stephen and Martin, and she cooked. She loved to cook. So one day she says, you're working so hard, eight hours. I said, if I open one, will we do, will you, would you do it with me? She said, sure, I'll help you. And that's how I find. I was looking at the location the week, the week before. You remember the chef from Martinique, Hubert, Hubert Sandeau. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. He, yes. He, yes. Uh huh. Now, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we 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 were that tight on the Monday. He's off, and and then we we were walking around and we saw this location and I said, wow, and I and I told Aiden Gill. You know the the barber, the famous barber on magazine. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Yes. You know, a lot. Of, yes. I said, Aiden, if you see something around the area, you know, because I looked at the property where Maple Street Cafe. The lady used to be a jewelry store. She uh-huh. was nice, and I found it a little bit small. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he said, Monsef, there is a place for lease. I said, okay, and he gave me the number. I called the landlord. And we started talking, and, and and the people who had it could not hold it. You know, they they, uh-huh. they, yeah. they you know exactly what happened, and and we started talking, and you know, and we, voila! Uh, after what it meant to be, after one go. hour talk, he says, "I I got about fifteen people, but I think you are, I, I I like you. you. You're the best candidate." So okay. I called Jamila, of course. We had only one car. I called uh-huh. Jamila. I said, bring your checkbook <laughs> and, and, and bring the kids and take a cab because I couldn't go. Then, uh-huh. And that's what, how we did business. We, we, uh-huh. we, we got, you know, we, and we, we started. What year was that? We started exactly 1994. Okay. 94. So, gosh, you're 30 years this year. Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. All right. Okay, so now we're getting... First of all, where is your wife from? She's not from here, huh? She's from Tunisia. So how did... How did... Because you said you were a single guy. So what, did you go back to Tunisia and meet her or what? To be be honest, we got introduced by our families. Ah, I'm going to make okay. it short. We got introduced one day. The phone rings. Every mama wants to see, you know, her beloved ones 
my daddy died. He, he was a postman, 19 years old, but mama was a lady's children's uh-huh. tailor. She said, uh-huh. when are you going to settle? When you? Uh-huh. I said, when it happens, it happens, mama, you know. And I, uh-huh. and I love to travel. Anyway, they, they called me. They said, oh, we met a young lady. She's nice. We go visit with her. And you know the, how it happened? She was talking to her cousin. She tell her, how is Monsef doing? She says, still, I don't know what to do with this guy. He doesn't want he has no, you know, he's not thinking to settle up. So she uh. said, why don't you introduce him to Jamila? So, you know, we make it so much more complicated here in America, and our success rate is so much less. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I believe, I believe in faith. Everybody uh-huh. has a story, Maria. Yes, you know sure. How I know. That's what I love doing about. That's why I love doing the show. I mean, I, I knew nothing about you. I knew nothing about your restaurant, other than that you're a very nice man and your restaurant is super cute, and that one of these days I want to eat Tunisian food. And so I am just delighted to have this conversation with you. We haven't even started talking about the restaurant yet. I hope you got another fifteen minutes you can spend with us because I was so intrigued yeah, yeah, by I your life story. That we yeah. have to we have to now get to the restaurant because I mean that is the purpose of your call. I was telling our yeah. producer Patty, uh, if you opened Jamila's Cafe today, yeah. you would be you would be a James Beard Award winner automatically. You notice that, right? You know that, huh? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's all about it's all about the most unusual foods you can find now. So I I am very intrigued. I want to hear about what's on your menu. It's I, I assume that it's very kind of European also. So we're gonna we have to take a break. So don't don't get into that because okay. we have like thirty seconds before we have sure. to go to the news at the bottom of the hour. But we are talking to Monsef Spa. He is the owner. Uh, but not the chef. Is Jamila the one who does the cooking? She's the chef. She's the chef. Okay, Jamila's the one who does the cooking. She goes on vacation. Okay, so Jamila's in the kitchen. Monsef is the front of the house at Jamila's Cafe, which is a tiny little place on Maple Street. Is is Delachaise your next-door neighbor? Who's your next-door neighbor? My ne- Delachaise is my next-door neighbor. Yes. Okay. Okay, all right, yes, so people exactly. know where that is, but they might not yeah, know where Jamila's is, but they're right next door. All right, all right. it's news time, Montef. it's news time. We will be back. It is 3.30. Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Governor Jeff Landry signs an executive order that keeps a big property tax break in place for manufacturers, but it removes the job creation requirement that was added during the Edwards administration. Landry says the job creation requirement only created bureaucratic red tape. We want to streamline the opportunity for businesses to continue to invest here in Louisiana and to come to Louisiana. But the faith-based group Together Louisiana says the change to the state's industrial tax exemption program is just a gift for corporations. Louisiana Department of Wildlife agents have charged a Morehouse parish man for killing a black bear. LDWF spokesperson Adam Ike says 45-year-old George Mosley confessed to harvesting the bear with a bow and arrow in Richland Parish last October. Then he also admitted to agents that he harvested four antlered deer and two antlerless deer and a bobcat with a rifle. And he did all of this without having any hunting licenses for the 2023-2024 hunting season. LRN. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. Call 800-301-7166. 800-301-7166. 800 I'm Ed Horrell, author of The Kindness Revolution. These are stressful times, maybe more than ever, with work, politics, finances, health, relationships, parenting. These are tough times, and tough times lead to stress. And many times when stress is high, we tend to behave somewhat impulsively. We say things we regret. We act in hurtful or thoughtless ways. So when in stress, it might be wise to pause and consider how what we are going to do might impact other people. This is true in any situation, at home or at work. Our thoughtless behavior might just lead to stress for others. This is a ripple effect that we must avoid at all costs. We have a lot of buttons we have the opportunity to push all day, every day. Maybe the one we should push the most often is the one that says pause. To learn more, check us out at thekindnessrevolution.net. The solar eclipse is coming in April, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer. You'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends. Why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness? Simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today. That's shop-kindness.com. By the way, our listeners get a 20% discount on all items, so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. Alrighty, we're back with Monsef Sba from Tunisia who operates with his wife, Jamila, Jamila's Cafe on Maple Street. It's a tiny little place and I was wondering what Tunisian food was like, but since it's so close, for people who are wondering where Tunisia is, it's a, it's a peninsula in North Africa that's kind of close to Italy. How far are you from Italy? Monsef? Is he still uh, but Yeah, I'm here. Okay. We, we are about, I would say, like 900 miles. You know, oh, so a long way. It's kind of a long Yes. Sicily. Okay, that's what I mean. Sicily, not 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 the boot of Italy, but Sicily. But, yeah, so exactly. Yes. Okay. But, uh, okay. And of course, there's Lampedusa in the middle. Do you remember when I asked you about Lampedusa? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said, I'm, "Why in the world do you want to go to Lampedusa? Because it's beautiful." Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Well, yeah, and all the migrants stop there. Anybody who. No, I know, I know, I know. Okay, we'll get into yeah. trouble for that. So let's move on. Besides, we don't, we haven't even gotten into what's at the cafe. So we have, uh, we're running out of time here. All right. So, uh, I would say that it's 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 heavily influenced by Italian food. It seems like, Italian, and also French, French food. 
Yeah. French okay. Tunisian. Italian. Okay. We, the, our, our, most of our concept is French, Italian, and Tunisian because we okay. were part of a French okay. colony. And uh-huh. we got mixed. We are mixed with the Sicilians. We have, you know, I grew up uh-huh. my neighborhood called Capacia Grande, the big marketplace. Uh-huh. We got fishermen, butchers, chefs, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody foodie. And uh-huh. uh, that's how we did it. We did, we did, you know, we did, we were towards a cafe, a bistro fair. But mm-hmm. we do French, we do, you know, we do mussels, we do escargot, we do yeah. filet uh-huh. with shrimp and tuna, we do fish, you know, grilled fish, Tunisian style, you know. What is Tunisian nice style spread. grilled fish? What is that? Like seasoned with a little, you know, turmeric and rose uh-huh. garlic, bell pepper, tomato, onion, chutney. You know, uh-huh. it's a fisherman town, and we cook that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do salmon beurre blanc. We do beurre blanc with a little white wine, cream sauce, and the seafood reduction. That's a, that's a French sauce. And uh-huh. that's how we eat. Even the, the menus in Tunisia are written in French and in Tunisian. Uh-huh. So it's pretty safe. And, and it's safe. It's not that exotic. It's more French food. Yes, I see a lot of yeah, lamb we chops. We do couscous. Mm-hmm. We do lamb chops. Melrose mm-hmm. port wine reduction. We do the fillets. Grass-fed fillet, Angus beef, good quality. And, uh, you know, that's how we do we, And then we, we do nice salads. We did though something new on us, the famous crawfish, zucchini, and spinach bisque. Uh-huh. Which we put that sounds at good. Frankenstein during the COVID. My friend uh-huh. at Frankenstein on Arabella called me and says, Why don't you, you know, start putting some soups so we have a more variety of soups? And people loved it. We uh-huh. did something new on us. Me and her, we came up with it. And uh-huh. we serve it at the jazz festival, by the way. Oh, cool. So so it's safe. If you are worried about going to a Tunisian restaurant thinking it's too exotic, it's more like French food, is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I'm, it's French, I'm, Italian, and, 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 and uh, you know, good, well, you food, have, good season food, good quality, everything so you have, is quality. Yes, Pardon of me. course, because it's European. So it's couscous, I see couscous on the menu and merguez, merguez sausage. So yeah. it, I think that you also have some... Some Medi- uh, not Mediterranean, but some Middle Eastern influences as well, huh? More Italian and French. You okay. Know, we do like, you know, the braised lamb in terracotta dishes, the tagine. Oh, tagine? I can finally have a tagine dish there. Okay, I gotta come. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we have uh, we have we do pasta too. We do shrimp, shrimp, uh-huh. some dried tomatoes, spinach over pasta, linguine. We do shrimp and mussels over pasta. Okay. Really nice, nice. It, and uh, we do our own desserts. We got tiramisu, of course. She makes the tiramisu. We do all our desserts: dark chocolate mousse, strawberry sauce, ooh, ooh, vanilla ooh, creme nice. brulee, and, uh-huh. and 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 baklava, pistachio baklava. Okay, and, so uh, it's, we a, serve it's Tunisian coffee, like, Go like ahead, I'm uh, sorry. it's like the espresso, nice dark. Uh-huh. And we, we serve tea and coffee, and we we got a. A decent wine of West California, French, uh-huh. uh, Australia, and it's a good name. And the ambiance is nice. It's a, it's a, it's, it's adorable. A I, I love it. It's adorable. All right. So if a person wanted to come and try Tunisian food, try what you're doing over there, what would you suggest that they get? To sort of ease their way into it, it, it's really not all that exotic. I mean, it's it's pretty much 
challenge. So what, what would you suggest that they get? What is machula? What is that? Machula. That's the Bashriya. roast garlic, tomato, onion chutney. Or the Tunisian Tyler salad is apples, tomatoes, cucumbers, balsamic vinaigrette. Oh. Or uh, the oza is uh, like a ratatouille with sausage or with shrimp. You can have it. You can have it with a little harissa on the spicy side or you like it mild. And then uh-huh. uh, we, we recommend to people, that's why we have a good menu. If you're in the mood for pasta, you have pasta. You have steak, mm-hmm. steak you have fish. It's a, and even people say, what you, what's your best dish? I said, you are eating. I'm not eating, but let's start. And I do, <laughs> I do this survey. I uh-huh. say, what did you have for lunch? Uh-huh. Some of them tell me a salad or nothing. Some, or we don't repeat the same item. Yeah, so, right, right. Then we'll, we'll work it together, and I say, would you be happy with a couscous, with lamb uh-huh. or a couscous, royal lamb, chicken and sausage, or would you like some shrimp and pasta if you had a heavy lunch? Or, uh, so we work it out. We like to recommend the customers, but we'd love them to to choose. Yeah. Okay, so if we got, see, I have a thing about lamb. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't like it. So the tagine of lamb sounds really interesting. It's really, yeah. We, we okay. buy good quality grass-fed Marianne lamb. It's, it's yeah. not gamey, it's good, okay. it's lean. And uh-huh. uh, we do, we, a lot of people love our lamb. Or some people like the steaks, some people like the couscous. Yeah, you have whatever. a simple petite filet if a person just wants to, you know, experience the the ambiance and not necessarily the food. You also do a tagine, a uh, chicken tagine. So, chicken tagine, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, what is what is the huria, H-O-U-R-I-A? What is it's that? A, it's, a, it's a carrot salad. Carrot salad. I see. Okay. It's done, yeah, with a little... Seasoning, chamina seasoning, a little uh-huh. olive oil, capers. Uh-huh. And, you know, we garnish with tuna a lot. Good Italian Yeah, tuna. I see that. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we now, garnish. when you it say well. tuna, is it is it grilled tuna or like... No, it's, 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 it's tuna which comes in conserved, conserved tuna, and, you know, but it's the good, the good, you know, like progresso tuna or some good tuna, you know, with extra virgin olive oil. You know, Italians and... Tunisians and Portuguese, all we eat, we eat, we we love tuna, you know. Uh-huh. And, and so you're talking about like canned tuna. You're talking about canned tuna. Canned, but it's a, yeah. a good premium quality, like. Uh- you know what? <laughs> okay, so you know, Monsef, that the hottest thing going right now is fish in a can, right? Do you know that? Like it's super hip. It's called but tinned it fish. The flavor. People love the tuna because we have tuna. In, uh, it, it's an art. My uncle was a fisherman. How they do it? It's uh-huh. an art, and it's 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 prepared in olive oil. It's not like oh, dip, uh-huh. you know, it's a top quality. And I mean tuna on a tomato salad with olives, a little vinaigrette, black olives, and good bread. Oh, it's gonna open your appetite. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I'm, I'm excited. I definitely want to try a whole bunch of these things on the menu. It looks like the, I would say maybe the most quote exotic thing on the menu is the salad that you just described because it's got caraway seeds in it, and uh, yeah. and I don't see a lot of that uh, any place. So, 
But it's it's good. I'm looking forward to coming to see you. We are definitely coming soon. I promise. Got to get my daughter to come. Yeah. She wants to come. Yeah, she wants to come. We've been saying we're going to come since COVID, so we're going to come. I promise. All right? You're welcome. We'd love to see you every night but Monday. We open Tuesday through Sunday. Dinner only. And, Tuesday uh, through Sunday, dinner 5 till 9 p.m. on the weekdays, and then 5 till 9.30 on the weekends. Okay. Sunday, 5 till 9. We, we close only Monday. We don't do lunch. We do okay. this for 15 years. Yeah. Okay, so how old are your kids now? My kids are uh, 34 and 35. <gasps> oh, my goodness. You know, okay. when Tommy came and did the rating of the couscous with ABC News, the kids sat with him. It was live. God bless him. <laughs> you remind them this story. And then they served him the couscous. Uh-huh. We had that tape. <laughs> we were very sad. We lost it during Katrina. Our house uh, flooded. We, we were, uh, you know. But yeah. Mm. Well, all right. Happy I'm gonna. Yeah, good times, good times. All right, Monsef, I'm going to let you go. We have a break, and then we have to wind up the show. So I really enjoy talking to you, and I'm super excited about coming, and we really are coming. This is Jamila's Cafe on Maple Street, open every day but Monday, 5 to 9. Correct? Yes. 5 right. to 9, uh, yeah, exactly. 5 to, right. to 9 o'clock now. All right. Monsef, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you and Jamila. Take care. You're welcome. Greetings to your family. And thank you. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That is it for for our interview. But I want to tell you about Chasacy's ham. Chasacy's ham is a delicious ham. But you already knew that because everybody knows Chasacy. It's been around for 115 years. It's our local ham. It's an iconic company. The Chasacy Brothers started 115 years ago. You can go to their website, chasacybros.com. That is where you will find the full line of what they do. It's not only the delicious Chasacy VIP ham, which you can find at the deli. And if you don't find it, ask for it. They also have a bone-in ham. They have a roast beef, a lot of different sausages, and they have the Schatz chili that we grew up eating, and they have now acquired that. Go to chasacybros.com to see the full line of products and uh, ask for Chasacy's at the deli. It's silky. It's delicious. It's our ham, Chasacy's. Uh, Patty, do we have a spot? Yes, we do. Do it. Let's go. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294. 4815 Conti Street. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. All righty. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm here. It's just us for the last 15 minutes of the show. He was, he's cute. He's a very nice man. 
And uh, Patty, uh, the question is, are you going to be intrigued enough to go you on? You know, I have... might be because he sounded like he's got kind of normal food. <laughs> yes, he does have normal food. I mean, it's it's not, if you think about that whole area, like um, Aaron was saying, the Mediterranean and all of the countries around it share a culinary culture, you know? First of all, it's all about fresh, fresh, you know? And uh, a lot of olive oil, a lot of garlic, a lot of fresh everything, fresh fish. And so it's really not that big of a stretch. And uh, do you like couscous? Have you have you had I've couscous? had it. it. I'm not crazy about it. I mean, I don't not like it, but it's not uh-huh. on my to-go list, you know? You know, um, Linda over at Casablanca, which was a strictly kosher restaurant. Now, that's Jewish, so that's, you know, a little bit further east, but also on the Mediterranean. She Now, she's from Morocco, though. Which, again, you know, same whole... Th- I mean, the Mediterranean is really big. So uh, she made her own couscous. And I was wondering how she did that. I mean, think about making your own couscous. I mean, it's essentially a pasta, but those are little bitty things. And uh, I I think... I like couscous. I, I do. Uh, there's a lot of things that I would get on that menu. So we're going to have to go. So I'll have to go with my daughter once and then go with Gunter and Evelyn. I didn't know that they were, uh, apparently he knows everybody in town. (laughs) So I didn't realize that, but I mean, he's been here for a long time. I want to say happy birthday to Tom's mother. This is her birthday today. And, uh, she was a tremendous influence on Tom's life culinarily uh, it was the food that he grew up loving and while my mother was doing Vienna sausages his mother was doing everything from scratch and uh, it was the thing I think that set him up for a career uh, loving food writing about food talking about food she was born in 1912 near Cottonport in rural Avoyles Parish. Tom says that his mother was the source of his taste for Creole cooking, her enormous family. She was the fourth youngest of 12 children, moved to New Orleans in 1918. She grew up in the French Quarter. She was actually the valedictorian of St. Louis Cathedral School in 1927. Everyone who knew her remembers the goodness of her cooking, Tom says he still thinks of her ver- versions of chicken gumbo and seafood gumbo, red beans and rice, bread pudding, lost bread, and baked chicken as definitive. His favorite description of her talents came from one of her brothers who said, quote, Aline can make a meal from nothing, end quote. He repeated that often and was a firm believer in that theory. Her name was Aline Gremion Fitzmorris. And so it is a little happy birthday shout out for her. Deaf Dining Room number 221. If you're dining in an Italian restaurant, you learn that a dish is named for the chef or even better, the owner's mother get that dish. 
The Edible Dictionary word could be mistaken for couscous. It's tapioca. Tapioca is a starch from the root of the cassava plant made into spheres and used mostly as the basis for sweet dishes and beverages. The spheres are called pearls and they range in size from small grain to the size of marbles. Marbles? Marbles? I didn't know tapioca could be that big. The most famous use for tapioca is a pudding, but in recent times, the bigger pearls have become more familiar because of their use in Vietnamese fruit drinks called bubble teas. You've had those, right, Patty? No, I have I not. we talked about this. I have, you not have not had a bubble okay. tea, no. Okay. And you never will? Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the tapioca pearls are the bubbles. Yeah. Cassava plants are native to Brazil and look from a distance like tall chefalera plants. Their starchy roots are known as manioc in Africa and yucca in Central America. In both places, cassava is a staple food, the third most eaten source of carbohydrates in the world human diet. Okay, so tapioca that I grew up understanding was kind of like a pudding, wasn't it? It was a pudding, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Tapioca pudding. And I like tapioca pudding. Okay. I do. Yeah, you just don't need to have it floating around. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) okay. I mean, but if you think about it, it's not too offensive because if you like tapioca and you drink tea, but you don't drink tea that much. You're a coffee drinker. Uh, I don't know. I don't need to have it either. But the most, um, the fanciest way of tapioca uh, consumption is something that my son likes a lot in my favorite restaurant ever in Los Angeles. But I haven't been to it since COVID because downtown Los Angeles has become so gross. Um, Bottega Louie is a fantastic Italian restaurant where the food is good, but not the stuff of dreams. It's just really good, but I just love the place. I just love it. But they have a um, a bakery. It's like Sucre. If you could imagine a gigantic Sucre with delicious food, beautiful salads and pizzas out of an oven in the back that sets the whole tone for everything. But they have this this takeout spot. If you walk into this gigantic cavernous like food hall place, you will see first the market, which is ultra gourmet in its offerings. If you have not looked up Bottega Louis, it's a feast for the eyes. But um, you then walk into the rest of the restaurant where the pizza oven is at the back of the restaurant. But in this, in this area where they have macaroons and all kinds of other desserts that are gorgeous and things that you can purchase, like hot chocolate and stuff, with their beautiful packaging like Sucre, they have these little desserts that are those cute little plastic cups that are beautifully designed and they're I don't know what's inside I guess it might be pudding but there's actual tapioca beads or pearls in it and they have different flavors and whenever we are at or were at Bottega Louis or Louis as they call it there 
um, you could go and get something or ask for something from the case. And that was what my son always got, whatever those things are called, in the case filled with tapioca pearls. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. This is the time for George to call, summoning George. The old kitchen sage says, if you and your siblings haven't spent a few afternoons with your mother learning how to cook her best dishes, measuring and timing everything so anyone can use the recipes, you are throwing away her legacy. Shame, Tom says. You know, I don't know if Tom ever followed his own advice. I did not arrive on the scene until his mother was very advanced in age and uh, suffering from the same, not the same thing, but with the same effect that he is now. So it was already too late at that point. So I don't know if he ever did it. And of course, I'll never be able to ask him because he won't know how to answer that. But I feel like I feel like he didn't do that. George is here. Hello, George. Come on in. Take us out, George. Take us out of the show. Hi. How y'all doing? We're good. What's going on? Yeah, I had a real good show. I was kind of in and out. Um, but um, the pieces that I heard, it was real good. Really enjoyed the show today. Thank you. Uh, I, I went to Parkway. Ah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. They had a lot of shrimps in there. Uh, you got the shrimp? Was, yeah, I got the shrimp for about seventeen dollars, and uh, had a lot of shrimp in it. You know, and that was a pretty good sandwich. That was a real good shrimp sandwich. It was stuffed. And, Patty's uh, got me wanting to go have their hot dog now. Okay, I heard you talk. I, I think that yeah. was you. Talk about that. I'm going to uh, go do that. Yeah, I like that place. They're real, real nice. Everybody's nice in there. You know, they're, oh, they're, they're lovely. They make you feel like you're at home. They're not outside of get you. They're yeah. They're and just they got a closet back when they treat the same clothes. Uh-oh. I'm not closing at the last minute. But um, I'm gonna have to go back and try some other report boys. I know that I had the one for the and thanks to y'all, uh, uh, for the uh, Thanksgiving and that was good. The what? The Thanksgiving. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Thanksgiving uh-huh. and, yeah. Do you like corned yeah, beef, really George? Like they have a great corned beef too. It's a great well, corned beef. I haven't had corned beef in years. Like yeah. 15, well, it's it's terrific. But I have to try that I'm hot dog. Yeah. I might do the hot dog and the corned beef next time. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot, well, they have you. a big range. Go ahead, what? Well, thank you for the input. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I like the uh, shrimp corn boy over here, but Krabby, Krabby Jacks on Jefferson Island. Yes, Island. uh-huh. They yeah. have a pretty good one, but I think I like this one. I like the hot a little bit more. Okay. I'll put that on the top of the list. All right. I have a good picture of that Parkway sandwich on Instagram. It's gotten a lot of attention because it's a good, look, it's, it's like yeah, looking yeah, right at it. Go ahead, what? Hmm? And then uh, I showed Mr. Daines before Katrina. We've gone back in the 90s. Where <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew a few spots. It was dangerous kind of going to those spots, but corner stores, check this out, a whole new for five hours. Mm. <laughs> and it was good. Mm-hmm. But I still miss him. I was thinking about that uh, with Darian when he was talking about a uh, golf father's pizza. 
And I was like, man, I remember, man, they, you know, it was so good back then, and now we're paying all this money, but this is how it is. This is the time we're living in. It is what it, it is. It was $17, $20 for a pole boy. But it I is still what it. it is. All it, right, George. It's still worth it. I will take that. All right. Don't set a restaurant back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have a That's good evening. It. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. All righty. That's it for the show. Nomenu.com. N-O-M-E-N-U.com. That's where you'll find the answers to all kinds of questions. You can type anything in that front search bar, and you will come up with different articles about whatever it is that you are looking for. You can sign up for our newsletter. It's coming out this weekend. Front page, top right-hand side. Instagram, at the New Orleans Menu. We would love for you to follow us there. A lot of pretty pictures you can look at just to entertain yourself. And tell a friend about the show. We have fun. Talked about Tunisian food today. It's 4 o'clock, WGSO New Orleans News Time, USA Network. Good night. USA 